What's up, y'all? This is the chick with the plan, and you tuned into the meal ticket. As you know, I'm investing in the world and keeping the hood at the same damn time. So, I know y'all know that I've been away for a while, about a good month, a month and a half or so, and it wasn't nothing nobody did, or but um, my mom was in the hospital for a couple of weeks, which was around like the end of January. She was in there for a couple of weeks until she passed away on Valentine's Day. So yeah, my Valentine's Day kind of, well, they did suck. But, um, she, she passed away on Valentine's Day. And today makes a month since she been gone, which really flew by so quick. Like, it's crazy. It's already a month that she been gone away. So, you know, while she was in the hospital and, you know, after her death, I just took some time away to really get to find myself and get to do some deep soul searching. But this was like, I had started my process of doing deep soul searching before she went to the hospital. As y'all know, I talked about it before in recent podcasts about how... I was going through postpartum depression and I was just getting over that, you know, and I started doing this podcast. And then out of nowhere, this happened. She was in the hospital, she had a full week, and then she passed away on Valentine's Day. So I was dealing with that. I was under a lot of pressure, just mentally. I had to get myself together, but in the midst of all that, like I say, I feel like I found myself, and it's really, 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 really weird. It's crazy. People more different, everybody. Um. So my mom, she was, she was my everything. I know a lot of people say, like, you got to either be, you got to be the parent to your kids. You can't be your kid's friend. You got to be their parent. My mom wasn't just my mother. She wasn't just my mom. She wasn't just my mama, man. Like, my mama was my best friend. She was my sister. She was my bike bone. Period. Very strong. A lot of y'all don't know. Ten years ago, when I was 17, I could have lost my mom then. She died two times. This was in. Wait, it was almost 10 years ago. Uh, this was in 2009 or 10. 
This was before I graduated from high school. This before I had any kids. Before I was married. My mama could have got a chance not to see none of that. And to be honest, by then, I don't even think I was mentally, emotionally stable to enough to even go through that. Because <laughs> I remember her being in the hospital back then. She had done, died, you know, but she ended up coming back alive. But she had died, and and we didn't think she was going to ever come out of there. We thought my mom was gone. We were just preparing for the worst. But I kind of didn't in a way. For some reason, I still had faith. I don't know why, but I did. But everybody else was like, you know, they had, was like, you know, we're just preparing for that. And I used to think like, damn, what would I do? my mom went here like and not only that I heard and knew like I wouldn't be able to handle that I would probably would I know I wouldn't be the person I am today if that would happen like then man God he knew what he was doing he knew he knew I needed my mom still I would have been off the chain it don't tell him what I would have been doing where I would have been it I'm telling you it wouldn't have been no telling what I've been doing like for real like I probably crazy for real no telling a guy gave us a chance to um cause we had just moved in the house that uh, she was staying in we did all our hours together like I literally like I missed my whole summer break and everything like I used to be with my mom doing the hours Putting them hours in, blood, sweat, and tears, and the sun, and all like it used to be so hot. We used to be doing them hours <laughs> so we could uh, finish the house, and it was fun. It was like a bonding moment. It was really, it was a bonding time for me and her. Cause a lot of people don't understand what that house meant for not just her, but me as well. It was like it was kind of like a freedom thing. I don't know, but it was so. It was, it was beautiful. And, um, and she went to the hospital, you know, had a little procedure, and um, they over-medicated her, and she died two times when she was there, and that was back in 2009, 2010 Anywho, and she came home, she ended up recovering. And it was amazing. I was like, wow. God is good. So in the meantime, she's back at the house. Well, she's not working. She has stopped working. You know, got started getting her disability and stuff like that. And, um. I graduated. From high school. She was able to come to my graduation. I was able to go to prom. She was able to see me go to prom. Man. Yes. My mom got a chance to see me do all those things. And I actually didn't even never move out with my mom until I was probably like 23 or 24 when I had a uh, queen. My mom was ready for me to move on with my life. She was ready for me to get married. 
already tell, already married me off before I'm even married, telling me my husband, calling him my husband before he was ever my husband, before we even discussed anything. Well, before we even was like, you know, we did what we did with marriage. No, she was already speaking it into existence. <laughs> she always said, "I already, I gave you away. I been gave you away before you was even." Even married, even to that point. It's crazy. And um, over the years, we just got a chance to fun, fun. You know, we got some good times, some good memories. And I, and I always, I just try to keep that in my mind and keep dwelling on that. Man, those memories we have. My mom used to, we used to have fun together. Me and her were just like sisters, though. Like, it's crazy. We'd be mad at each other, and then right back talking. Like, like, it's crazy. Like some people, they get mad at their mom, and they don't go for a long time talking. They were not talking to their mom. Me and her, it's so weird. I could just say, "That's my mom." I couldn't stay mad at my mom. She couldn't stay mad at me. She'd be talking junk about me, telling people how she mad at me and all that. But don't say nothing bad about me, cause she gonna straighten you. She gonna straighten you quick. And she'll let you know, too. But she'll call my sister and me, girl, I don't, I'm telling you, better come get her. I'm going to hurt her. Next thing you know, my sister called back. We back probably in the, I'm probably laying in the bed under her, watching the movies with her. <laughs> my sister's like, I'm not getting to y'all, miss. La, la, I'm not getting to y'all, miss. Y'all always do that. Y'all is so crazy. Most of y'all is crazy. It's crazy. My mama at her highest points, and I see her at her lowest, weakest points. And that lady had a shrimp out in the world. Like, the shrimp she have, it's crazy. My mama was a fighter, and I'm not just talking physically, spiritually, emotionally. She'll be quick to scream. You having a bad day? Don't come around here with that. Uh uh-uh. uh. She'll let you know. Don't come around here with it in a bad mood. But if you do, like she know you really need her though, she gonna make sure she find a way for you to get out of that situation. She don't want you to be stuck in that situation where you unhappy. She don't care if it make her unhappy to make you happy. She gonna find a way to help you. I used to be like, Mom, you always trying to help people. They trying to stress you out, Mom. Stop doing it. She just couldn't help it. That's just who she was. I always want to help everybody. Even if people don't mean to know good, she is at their heart. But she going to help you anyway. Even if you don't like it. Even if you don't do stuff to her. Talk bad about her. She going to forget and happy again. That's just how she was. I used to be like, Mom, I don't see how you can do that. You always forgiving people for stuff they did. You always be forgiving these people and they be doing stuff, talking about you and doing this and that. My mom said, well, baby, I ain't finna let them make me miss out on my blessings. And, I'm, and I couldn't do nothing to prove her. Cause she was a blessed woman. Blessed. And blessed others. 
and I just be hearing stories. And some people even told me stories about stuff like before she even passed. People tell me stories about how she helped them, and I never even knew. Uh, we used to be out and about. She used to work at a homeless shelter. I am Siles Barker downtown. And uh, we'd be out and about, and people just run up to her all happy. Hey, Miss Queen, talking to her and stuff. We'd be like, Ma, how you, how you know? How you know them? Oh, girl, they used to stay down to the shelter, girl. And they just, you know, she'll tell a story. Or sometimes, most of the time, they'll have a story about how she helped them when she was down there. That was a blessing just to know like my mom was. She wasn't just a blessing to us, me and my sisters, but she was a blessing to people we didn't know. She barely knew. She just was that type of person. And she had her ways too. She was so funny. <laughs> we just met my sister Lala. We just laughing like, oh, you so trauma out, mom. She be <laughs> She was outspoken. I can tell you that much. Very outspoken. And, um, to me, to me, she was successful. She wasn't rich, but she was rich in spirit. And, um, love nice things. And she, when she wants something, she gonna get it. She gonna, she gonna find a way. She always says, more than one way to skin a cat. There's <laughs> more than one way to she always say that, like, you can go into a situation and you be thinking the worst and like, oh, I can't get around this. Oh, I ain't going to be able to do it. Child, you better have faith. Tell me, never give up. It's, I'm better. It's another way. It's always another way. She always, it's always another way. And she, and she was never lying because it's been situations I've been in where I thought, man, it wasn't going to be no way out of this. I'd be stressed out. Oh, my God. And then I talked to her. And she put that faith in me. It's another way. Uh-uh. Just find it. Uh-uh. You finna find it. I bet it's another way. And she never lied. And always be another way. And I always make it out of that situation. And she'll come. See, I told you. See? See, I told you. I told you it's always another way. Don't never just give up. Don't never. Don't never just give up. Man. That motivation right there. And the crazy thing about it, it don't even feel like she's gone. No matter what I'm doing in the house or what I'm doing out and about, I could just hear her voice in my head telling me stuff. Maybe my mom, like, she had a bond with all of us, like all of her kids, all because it was four of us. It's four girls. I'm the baby. I'm the youngest. She had a bond with all of us. And she stayed on all of us. All the time. She gonna let you know, I'm your mama. I don't care if you get mad. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to listen. But we end up having this because she always right. She's right. <laughs> but, um. I'm gonna tell you how. I'm gonna tell you because I love you. That's her. So she always in the high We always call her for advice. Uh, doing something. Always doing something with her. I didn't even have friends like be jealous too. Like she didn't want me getting close to nobody, but I'm glad she was like she was. My mama tell me somebody ain't right, they ain't right. And I don't care if I still try to continue to talk or deal with people. She saying they ain't right, they ain't right. My mama know. She had the uh spirit of discernment, baby. She can feel it, she can see it, she know. She know. But um 
kept being, well, I didn't even have time to do nothing. I'm always, I was always with my mom. Where are you going, people? Like, Where are you going? I'm going to my mama's house. Even like if I ain't stay with her no more. I'm at my mama's house. Everybody know, like, you can't find me. You know where I'm at. I'm at my mama's house. I'm with my mama. <laughs> and she treated me just like I was a baby. To the end. I, I could never work on her eyes. She yeah, was always her baby. She always said, you always my baby. You still like me. You think you still a baby, baby. You still think you a fetus or something. <laughs> I did. I did. And I All those lessons, everything. Still in my head. I could be cleaning up. And I'm like, damn, why I need to clean up? And then I... Her voice still pop in my head. Oh, yeah. You know, use that, um, use that comment. Get that bleach. That's gonna, that's gonna clean everything. That bleach, clean bleach gonna kill everything. She loves some bleach. She'll run you out the house with the bleach. I'm like, Mom, you use too much bleach. And let her love bleach. I'm keep my house sanitized. She loves to keep the house sanitized. Anything, cooking. It is crazy how as a child, how how we pick everything up from our mothers. And I was doing a uh, reading a study one time and was talking about how the children usually inherit their intelligence from their mother. And it makes sense because kids, you know, your daddy can come and go, but your mama always there. And you learn from her. That's your first teacher, your number one teacher. And I've seen seasons my mom buy. And I don't even cook much, but when I do cook, I got the same season my mom use. And I can just hear her head when I'm doing stuff. I mean, hear my head. When I'm doing stuff, just like, I can hear her voice. And it's like to the point, almost to the point that my mom stayed up so much. I wanted her advice so much for everything to the point of, I don't even really have to call nobody for advice. Because my mom left me with so much. And I think that's usually what makes a lot of people go crazy. Because. If they didn't have the chance to bond with their mother, get the chance to ask questions they wanted to ask, they could live with a lot of regret. A whole lot of regret. And I don't even feel that way because, like I said, I seen my mom at her, her highest and lowest point. And not only within this year, I end up staying by with my mom. Uh, some you know about the oh yeah I told y'all I had just moved from with my mom about the hurricane Irma and all that but I felt like it was fate it was meant for me to spend this last year with her and I'm glad I did I appreciate every moment I appreciate the whole 26 years I spent with her everything I learned Love. All the arguments, 
good times. We having a good time. And it was times I had to be up for my mom. You know, she's a strong woman. It was times I had to be up for her emotionally. We meet up for each other. When I'm down, she's the only person getting to really see me in my most vulnerable. Everybody always say, you so strong. And a lot of people don't see me show emotion. Uh, they don't really see me in my weakest point. But my mom, she was one of those. She always catch me in the moment. Every time I was crying when I was staying with her, oh my God. She, it's like she know when I'm going through something. I don't even have to tell her. It's just like, I don't know. But she'll come in the room while I'm crying because I take time out to just cry. That's just something I do. I just take time out to cry sometimes. I can be having so much stuff in my head, so much weight on my shoulders. And I just take time out to cry, just get it all out. She always come in at the moment when I'm crying. I'm like, oh my God, mom, why are you walking in here? Oh, I don't want to see me crying. She always catch me. What you crying about? I don't even want to tell her. And then I start crying more. Oh, man. Because she don't ask me what I'm crying for. Now I'm crying Now I'm crying real snot boogers. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why she always do this to me? She always did that. Oh, I, I used, oh my God, I used to hate that. Now I got to tell her why I'm crying. I'm one of those people. I'm always, people can come to me when they need time of need and they need to cry shortly. No, I'm one of those people. Like, I don't like, I don't like going to people about my problems. I like to deal with them myself. But my mama, she always know when I'm going through something. And I have no choice but confining her. She always know the right things to say. She gonna tell me about myself too. Trust me. At the end of the conversation. Whether I listen or not. She was right. And I tell her mom you was right. I didn't really get a chance to talk about. feelings or I get a chance to really explain you know at the funeral I want to say you know tell people my story but it was just way too long and I was I was trying to be there for my sister especially my sister Lala because she when she went to talk and she really really broke down and my other they was like dang when it was time for them to talk they didn't know what to say I was gonna go last but I just went after Lala talk and I didn't get a chance to really talk about it. I didn't want to keep hearing about it all day because I had a speech. <laughs> but I can do it right now for the podcast so y'all get kind of y'all can get a feel of what I was I want to say. What I really really what I really really was thinking and what I really really was feeling and glad I got it out of my chest. But, um, whew, I'm glad I got it out there. Anyway, so while my mom was in the hospital, um, I had got an email from one of the platforms I broadcast off, which is Buzzsprout. A lot of y'all probably know about Buzzsprout. Pretty good platform. I love it. 
it was the first platform I ever had came in contact with when I was learning about podcasts and I was looking like what's the best pod what's the best uh, platform that you know do your podcast on and uh, I read an article and you know did my research and Buzzsprout came up so I applied for them first before I ever did with anyone else you know Anchor was the one that I actually started really doing it on because it's you know I like Anchor I do I like Anchor but um anyway I got an email saying that they had it was a podcast a podcast festival that was coming up and enter the win some free tickets. But first you have to explain, you know, what your podcast is, what you talk about, why, what does the event help benefit you, what you're going for, like, you want to network or you think about doing a podcast or you going out there to uh, learn how to make money from your podcast. And I pretty much explained, like, I wanted to learn how to make more money with my podcast and I also wanted to network. It wasn't even long before I had applied. I had, first thing I seen was in the email was congratulations. I clicked on so quick. I was at the hospital seeing my mom when I seen the email. And I was so excited. And I said my mom, like, Mom, I want some tickets to all this festival, the podcast. So I was little, like, okay. She probably like, oh, Lord, this girl. She didn't even know what a podcast was. Well, she just wanted me, but she always wanted me to stay focused because she know, like, I, I'm a counselor. <laughs> so, you know, we like to, we like freedom. And therefore, we, we want to, we'll jump from stuff, you know, till we find out what we really want to do, what our passion is. And something we have freedom with. And this podcast stuff is like, it gives me my freedom. I get to do it whenever, whenever, whenever I want to, wherever I want to do it. And I'm passionate about it because I feel like it's my therapy. I love, no, I actually have, I have a good time doing this. This is something I enjoy doing. It's for like therapy for me. So, um. She was happy about that. And I was telling her, like, it's Orlando. And it's in March. So I'm, I'm going to make sure I go down there and you know, network so I can grow it. So anywho. Um, I enjoy that just, let me start by saying I really, really, really enjoy going to the podcast. And if you think about doing a podcast or you do do podcasts, Pod Festival is an event that you definitely want to put on your your list for next year to attend. Thank you, Buzzsprout, because I'm telling you, this is a, this event. Like I said, I had been doing soul searching anyway, and I just feel like everything is aligned. Like, people more and different. Everybody more and different. You know, going through this with my mom, you know, this is not easy. But at the same time, I don't feel like how I would have felt years ago when I was 17. I'm actually more 
good thing I found myself. I'm like, all these years, you know, you spend your time trying to find yourself, and I actually feel like I'm actually finding out who I really am. I was on a lot of research while my mom was in the hospital. I was just like, I was really just deep soul searching, and I felt like I found myself. Even though I was going through this stuff with my mom, I was still feeling, I was still finding this crazy. A new chapter in my life. Wow. But I'm not mad, I'm not sad, nothing. I lost my mom. Anybody ever lost their mom? I hear a lot of people saying they lost their mom. They never get over it years ago and all that. But it's crazy because I don't even feel like that. I feel like my mom's still here with me, to be honest. And, um, and podcast confirmed that. So let me jump back in too, okay? So I got to the podcast on the 7th, which was a Thursday. When I first got there, you know, I was I was so excited. We got to Orlando, my kids and my husband, they came with me down there, but they didn't go to the actual festival. But they were staying in uh, the water park resort called Coco Key. And be on the lookout for uh, my kids' YouTube page. You'll be able to see uh, you'll be able to see their experience at Coco Key. I really don't care too much for the rooms, but the water park is fantastic. It's an indoor and outdoor water park, so even if it's raining, you can still like get in the water and everything. It's an indoor, outdoor. It's in Orlando, go check it out. So my husband was there with the kids, and they did little other stuff too, like um, go to a Chuck E. Cheese and go to the biggest McDonald's. It's like a McDonald's with a whole arcade there. They was able to do all that stuff while I was at the park festival for those three days I was there and so when I first got there I'm upbeat but I'm like excited but I'm nervous because I don't know what I just know I want to come network I don't know what's going to happen or nothing like that I walk in and I see like people there you got some people doing podcast interviews you got something just setting up you know, everybody got people mingling and, you know, so I just start going around and start going to the exhibit table, getting to know, like, the exhibitors, you know, the vendors for the event. And, you know, just talking with them, seeing what they have and how could it benefit me and my podcast. And I learned so much, a whole lot. I learned how I could save money with buying equipment. I found ways I can make money with my podcast. I found ways I can grow my podcast. And just networking. But I'm not going to lie. When I first kind of got there, it wasn't all that exciting at first. Because I'm still okay. My mom's funeral was just that Saturday. You know, and then mind you, I'm there. Thursday at this pod festival. You know, still think about my mom. You know, 
I wasn't like that sad, but just, you know, just like, man, my mom gone. Tommy in and out. I was in and out at the time. But it wasn't like it screamed. Like I was thinking about good memories. I was thinking about like, dang, oh, dang, the memories of my mom. And like I say, her voice just stays in my head. And I was just thinking about that. And um, and I had on heels too. And I haven't worn heels in a very, very, very long time. And I tell you, them heels was hurting my feet so bad. Oh my god, I had to go back to the car for a while. Cause um, first when I got there, people went so chatty, chatty. I mean, you had people talk, certain you know, people doing interviews at the same time. The energy was still kind of low. So after I walked out the car and I had on got me some vitamin D too for a while, I sat outside a nice patio area at the window. That's what the podcast was at the window. I ran into Mimi the motivator. And Mimi the motivator, she has a podcast called Get High Off Motivation. And um she walked up to me and just started talking to me, like, um, asking me about my pop. First, she introduced herself, and I introduced her to myself. I was still kind of like, you know, in a mood. I can't explain it. It's like, you ever been in a mood, like, you just come from somewhere, and you, like, you wasn't, you was, like, not in a good mood, and not in a good space, and then you just come out of the atmosphere with people. Say you had a family function or something. And you just come back from, okay, you had a family function. And you probably got into it with your boyfriend or something like that. This is not what happened to me. I'm just saying, you know how that mood is. Like, you in a mood. Like, you in a shitty mood. And then you come back into your family function. And then everybody talking all happy and stuff or whatever. And just ladder gagging. But anyway, Mimi coming up to talk to me. And she did introduce herself to me. And I told her, I'm, you know, I'm the chick with the plan. And she told me, she said, I'm Mimi the motivator. And I was like, oh, I'm the chick with the plan. <laughs> so that is like, oh, okay. So we must be talking about, you know, her, the name of her podcast. And made me think of like, hey, motivation. That sounds like some stuff I talk about. I try to motivate people. So let me see what she's got going on. So she was just explaining to me about her podcast and stuff like that. And um, she just wanted, you know, to get to know me and. Try to see, like, you know, okay, so since we can you know, we gotta, we can't, we're not kind of talking about the same type of stuff, you know, we, maybe we can get together while we're here in Orlando and do our interview. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still kind of nervous, like, oh man, I ain't never did an interview. <laughs> so I was really, really scared. I was so scared. I was like, oh man. So I was just saying, yeah. And probably like, okay, I'm gonna find a way not to do it. You know how that. The anxiety kick in. Man, y'all wasn't in a good mood at first. But I don't know. For some reason, we just clicked. Her spirit. I don't know what it was. Her energy. I needed it. Her energy. She came to me. Did you get something to drink? Because they had drinks at the little open bar or whatever. By uh, bus probably was sponsoring for us. I was like, nah, nah, nah. I need to eat first. I don't want to drink, you know. I got to eat before I drink around these strangers, you know. <laughs> But, um, 
So I had stepped away for a minute because she had told me about Buzzsprout. She was like, you know, they got a laptop there and you can uh, go on the laptop and you can do an interview with the Buzzsprout people. You just go on the laptop to set a time and what date you're going to do it and what time. So I was like, okay, well, let me do that right now because I know I've been a forgot. My memory is like, ugh, my mind be somewhere else. I was like, well, let me do it right now while I'm, my mind set on it and I'll be right back. So I walked off. I went to the uh, kiosk and went no laptop there because I guess, you know, by them, I guess it was a break time or whatever. And that's why I was out there. I wasn't even thinking, but I was just trying to make sure that, you know, they still ain't had, you know, see if the laptop was still there. So it wasn't. So I came out, I was like, man, oh yeah, the laptop not there. No, she know. But she was like, okay, well, when they uh, come by, make sure you don't forget to do it. And then I was like, but oh yeah, but um, I still want to do the interview with you. I don't know where that came from. It was like, I just came with my fear. I was like, well, I got to do some interviews while I'm here. So let me do an interview with me, me the motivator. I like her, you know. So she's like, okay, so what are we, uh, we can do it right. Uh, she was like, what time you want to do it? And I was like, you got something to do tonight when you leave? I was like, nah, I'm going to spend time with my family. I didn't want to be out too late because my first day there in Orlando. And um, I didn't want to be out too late, you know. I didn't really know nobody. Besides, you know, my husband and my kids there, but I ain't really know about it at the event. I ain't want to be out too, too late. I wanted to come networking, you know. That's it, you know, leave. And then come back the next day and, you know, next two days and do some conferences or whatever. But anyway, so she, I was like, well, maybe even tomorrow, you know, we can do the interview or whatever. And I don't think... She was like, you know, you know, the schedule. So she was like, well, what about right now? We can do it right now. So me and her, we went to go find a quiet spot so we can uh, just talk and get to know each other first. You know, we were just talking and chatting. And I was just telling her, like, you know, I had just lost my mom. But she asked me, I think she asked me, did I have a business card or something? I was like, no. I forgot to get the business card. I had just buried, uh, we just, me and my sister just buried my mom, you know, Saturday. And uh, my mind been so gone, I didn't even get a chance to make my business cards. I was going to do all that. I was going to make business cards, try to make some shirts, do something. I was going to do something, you know, have my shirt, represent my brand, my name, the, the meal ticket, a chick with a plan. But my mind was somewhere else after all that, planning for the funeral. Ooh, child. I'm going to talk about that, too, in another podcast about that. But, um, and she was telling me that, um, that was, that was the same day her mom had passed. The day we, uh, of the pot festival, the first day. That was her mom's memorial or whatever. And we were just talking about that. And she was talking about, like, her mom passed, like, years ago. If I'm not mistaken, I think she said it was, like, in 2000 and. I don't know. Is it, uh, I don't know. I think it was 2000 and I know it was like early 2000s. What were we in 2019? I know it was like more than 10 years ago, pretty much. And she was like, she still be going through it about it. Told by her mom and stuff like that. She was like, her mom was pretty young. You know, we were just talking because I'm like, my mom, my mom's still, you know, my mom pretty young for her age. And 
So we found, you know, we found that besides, you know, our podcast, we found something in common. Like, dang, she told me she was the very same age I am when she lost her mom. She was 26. And um, Mimi, the motivator, blessed my life. She really, really motivated me. It was so crazy. I was like, man, this ain't nothing but fate because, like, this is all the stuff that she was talking to me about. It motivated me because I'm like, I'm in a time right now where I don't know, I'm just having mixed emotions. It's like my mom gone, but I still feel like she's here with me. And I just, I'm just trying to stay busy. I'm just trying to do what she told me to do. Like, she wanted me to focus on me and my career. My mama wanted me. She had so much faith in me. And, um, and now all I'm trying to do is, I'm just out here trying to do what she wanted me to do. Just be out here trying to get better and work on my career. That's it. I'm trying to work on my career. Or whatever. And, um... Me and Mimi, we really, really... We talk about some deep stuff. You know... She told me things I really need to hear. Spoke life into me. And I was like, man... And I was just telling her, like, even though her mom is gone, it's just like, right now, I feel like I'm in a part of my life where I'm finding my purpose and I'm finding out who I am. And it's weird because I'm supposed to be mourning, like, really, really deep depressed in the morning, but I'm not. I'm actually happy with life. And it's crazy. That's crazy. I'm not even depressed or nothing. But she was just giving me affirmations. Because that's what she do. And I was like, at this event, this was the happiest I've been in a very long time. Especially at an event. I learned so much. Just different aspects of life. Spiritually, emotionally. You know, like physically, I just I learned so much at this pod festival. She made she turned my whole first day. Like my first day went from oh my feet hurt until I'm not in a good mood and I don't think about my mom to wow, I'm so happy. I just kept telling I'm so happy I met you. Oh my god, I'm so happy I came here. Oh my god, I'm so happy I came here. So we did an interview. And um after we did an interview happened to spot this guy named Thetis. I seen him on the the podcast community page and it was crazy because of I was just like I was just trying to see who I was coming to the pod festival. Every day like I get notifications, you know, people posting it in the group. And 
seen him write something on there. So I was like, let me go check him out. Because I'm not going to even lie. I didn't see too many people who look like me. So I was like, okay, well, let me see. You kind of mind me of myself. So I was like, okay, let me look on his page and see what he do podcasts about. And he do pretty much do podcasts on, like, communication and trying to help people learn how to communicate better. Something that we all need. And um, when I look on his page, I see he does t-shirts as well. He has his own t-shirt line. And his podcast is also called Connect. That's K-O-N-N-E-K-T-00-7. So y'all go check up videos out. And um, I went on his podcast. I mean, I clicked on his page and I seen just a snippet. It wasn't even the whole thing. It was just like a snippet of his podcast. And on the on there, on the picture, it says something about how to when dealing with uh grieving for a loved one. And I was like, oh my god! I immediately was like, oh my god! I gotta find out what he's talking about here. So. I found him on podcast and I went and looked him up and he blessed my life because everything he was talking about in his podcast, I was going through. It was so crazy to me. Like everything he was talking about in his podcast, I was going through from the time like when he was like his mom, his mom was in the hospital when she passed away as well. And he was saying like uh, he had this, but he had this trip on his mind. He don't know why. Everywhere he went, he looked at it was about uh, Seattle, Washington. He just needed to go there. And he was like, he don't know why he was feeling like that because his mom in the hospital. He just felt like he just needed to go there. It was so weird. It's so crazy. But everything he experienced, like you know, everything, everything was the same as my situation. Just to, like, that's crazy. And we is the same age. Both of us, 26, and we lost our mom recently. And um, so I ran into him. I was like, hold on, Mimi. I was still, because I had told her about my mom. We know we was talking about that. And I was like, oh my God. And I was telling her, I was like, man, this guy blessed my life. I listened to his podcast about, you know, about his mom. And I was like, he's going through the same situation I was going through. And so we both got up, we went and just introduced ourselves to him. And I was telling him, I was telling him, like, oh my God, you blessed my life. Like, I listened to your podcast and I'm going through the same thing. I just lost my mom, you know, or whatever, whatever. So we all just clicked, all three of us. We clicked. Man. So um, we were just talking and chatting it up and learning. Like, I was learning so much and just like in the brief conversations we had just been learning each other about communication and stuff like that. We was talking about communication and laws of attraction and different things. And Mimi ended up interviewing him as well. And we all three, you know, did an interview together as a group. It was a great, great, great experience. Not only did I network with some great people, but I had the best spiritual experience I ever had ever. Like, this event was one of the best, if not the best, I've been to. And it goes back to that saying as, like, you know, like, the saying, you can meet people 
you just met people you just met can mean more well for you or you can have a better connection with them than people you knew your whole life and I felt that I'm like man these people I knew my whole life and I still feel like I don't know them and these people I just met and I felt like I knew them my whole life it's crazy genuine conversations just genuine people just learning from each other I learned so much from them and it helped me spiritually because I mean like I told you I wasn't having a good day at first and then I just made them my whole life just felt like it changed <laughs> like, oh my god I needed y'all in my life I don't even know why but it was a great feeling and from there, I was like, okay, I'm definitely coming by for the next two days of Festival. And I did. And um, I met a lot of people. I came so, like, we, you know, people gave me their business cards. And I didn't even have my business cards on me. But I'm going to get into that last about what I did with that situation. I didn't have no business cards. So, um, but I, I got a lot of business cards. I chat up with a lot of people. And I got a chance to... Learn about stuff I've been wanting to learn about, like public speaking, just going from the conventions. Me and me, we went to a couple of them. See, she knew about a lot of that stuff, and she even knew the person who held the event, who hosted the event. So she, um, I was following her around, you know, learning and doing different stuff. I learned some. I went to an event where I learned how to make your speaking voice better, ways you can open up, you know, your yourself, your lungs and stuff and then make you sound better or make you more comfortable speaking, like, you know. I learned so much. I know y'all can hear me say I learned so much, but I did. It just don't make no sense. I'm just trying to think of everything. Cause I'm telling you, like this experience was one of a kind. They even had an event where they had Rent out the whole club for you know the podcast is called Howl at the Moon, and we had a good time. They had food and drinks. Y'all know I love free food and drinks. They had well, we could take pictures. It felt like a red carpet event. I felt like I was a celebrity, and I I'm not a celebrity, but I felt so good at this festival. And um, and it's crazy. You can meet people, and they was like, "Oh my god, I'm looking forward to hearing from you." Make sure you email me. Make sure you. You got my number. Make sure you text. If you have any questions, it's like, man, I know I couldn't get this in Jacksonville. Not this type of love. You, I could not get this type of love here. No. I am so happy I attended this podcast. So, now I'm just, I'm back. And I'm just taking my time, you know, uh, lately. For the past couple of days, I've been doing training for the small call center. I'm trying to get started up. i just been doing training for that. And today is my first day back doing the podcast. So I'm going to get back to that because I love this. I love what I do. I love doing podcasts. And I couldn't keep y'all away for too long. I'm like, I had to tell them about my experience. It's still kind of hard for me to uh, kind of speak on this. Because I'm like, I'm so excited. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so excited. I don't know what's next, but I just feel like it's going to be some great things ahead. But one thing I tell you though is laws of attraction is real. Get that in your head. Learn it. YouTube. Listen to podcasts. Go listen to me and the motivator. Go listen to uh go listen to me and motivator and get high motivation. Go listen to Thidius Connect Dash Zero Zero Dash Seven. They can tell you about laws of attraction as well. And that's how we click. Everything is connected. Learn it. Please learn laws of attraction. I just believe in my heart and in my mind that everything I ever wanted, I am going to get it. I believe it's going to happen. I dream about it. I close my eyes and I dream about it. I think about it. I speak about it. Therefore, it's going to happen. And I have faith that in the next coming month, I will have a lot of things that I always dreamed about since I was a child. I believe it. Am I going to speak on it too much? But when that time comes, y'all will hear my podcast and I will be coming back. I'm going to say, y'all remember that podcast I was telling y'all about? But I said, everything I ever dreamed about since I was a kid is going to manifest and it's going to happen. And I said it's going to happen within a couple of months. Y'all going to be like, wow. She really said that and she really doing it. So. But. I want y'all to remember laws of attraction. Don't forget that. Learning how to attract what you want by thinking, believing, and speaking. Get into existence. Because everything you say, whether it's good or bad, on your reality so so thank you all for tuning in today with the meal ticket as y'all know I'm a chick with the plan and I'm investing in the world keeping the hood at the same time oh yeah and this is my longest podcast this is the longest podcast I ever did too so but um thank y'all for taking the time to listen to me and appreciate all the support and love y'all been giving me from the beginning that's all i haven't forgot about y'all i still love y'all and i'm still gonna be doing my podcast so y'all just hang tight because it's gonna be a great ride we're gonna we gonna do some great things we're gonna change some lives so y'all have a good night